Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, August 8th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us today, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, Standard & Poor's surprised the White House on Friday with a warning that it was about to downgrade the credit rating of the United States. It was the nation's first downgrade since the rating started 70 years ago, and administration officials were furious. But when you look at S&P's criticism of U.S. political gridlock, can you argue with its analysis? It really is hard to argue with that analysis, Kerry, because uh, the analysis very much follows the line of what President Obama was saying in the weeks that led up to the compromise that resulted in the United States avoiding default, but also avoiding the hard issues that surround the, the national debt. Now, Standard & Poor's did make the famous $2 trillion mistake when they first faxed their statement over to the Treasury Department. Somebody discovered that they had overestimated the U.S. debt uh, going out to 2020 by $2 trillion. Not exactly a small mistake. But when they came back with a revised statement that said the political system was in such dysfunction that they doubted that the two sides could really get together to solve the long-term debt issues anytime soon, Well, that's in line with what many others in Washington have said, including the president. Last night, the group of seven finance ministers pledged to do whatever it takes to assure stability in global markets. What can they do? Well, the first thing that they can do is simply by issuing the statement, making it clear that they are willing to go intervene if they think that countries are about to go default. And, of course, that's what members of the Eurozone have already done in the case of uh, Greece and Portugal and a few other countries. But the question now is whether they really have enough firepower to make that commitment stick. And no one knows the answer to that. That's why the markets are so nervous. The Chinese have been criticizing the United States over the debt issue. What are they trying to accomplish? Well, they're looking for propaganda points here, Kerry. The Chinese have said that the United States has to get a handle around its long-term debt, They've uh, said that the United States economic system and political system really isn't up to handling this kind of, of problem. And, of course, what they're trying to do is attract adherence to their alternative economic model. But you aren't seeing many people flee to that model, and the reason is that many are nervous about China's own problems, from inflation to a potential unemployment problem. And many believe that in the next couple of years the Chinese themselves are going to run into their own crisis. So the Chinese have to be a little bit careful with this. What kind of pressure does this put on the Joint Congressional Committee to come up with budget cuts? Well, Kerry, I think the, um, the accepted wisdom is that the downgrade in the, in the debt rating is going to force this Congressional Committee to come up with real long-term solutions. But the problem isn't putting together a committee that can come up with long-term solutions. We just had one of those, and a, a debt commission that reported to the president and to Congress last year that everyone ignored. The question is whether or not those actually get enacted. Finally, David, to add to the bad news last week, 30 Americans died in a raid in Afghanistan. Most were members of a Navy SEAL team. Is this President Obama's Black Hawk Down moment? You know, Kerry, we wondered that on uh, on Saturday, and it turned out it doesn't look that way. I think people are accepting of the fact that the operations in uh, 
in Afghanistan are enormously risky, and while the war has grown increasingly unpopular, uh, they understand that uh, great tragedies like this happen, and this was a great tragedy. But at the same time, it is going to raise some questions about how a helicopter uh, bringing in, in this case, 22 Navy SEALs and, and others, was able to be shot down so easily, and where, uh, where the equipment uh, to do that uh, came into the hands of the Taliban. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.